Welcome to an all-new episode of the Drunk Friend Podcast. This is episode 112. As always, it's me, I'm Trav, joined by Alex, way over there in sunny Albuquerque. Alex, is it hot over there? It's supposed to be, right? Summer all the time? Uh, yeah, it was, I think, 101 today, Oof! and it's going to be pretty much 100 every day um, until the end of time. <laughs> Uh, mine as well, but no, it's it's going to be a hundred. I think the low tonight is seventy five. Wow! So it doesn't even really cool off as yeah. much down here at, at night like it normally does, and that worries me. I don't sleep when it's really hot. Oh yeah, it's but tough. Um, yeah, I don't know if you're like me where it's it's you need like perfect conditions to fall asleep. But uh, I, I need a certain temperature. Like that's yeah. my thing. Yeah, I got fans on every angle. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't want to be hot when I sleep. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, I, yeah. Ain't, I ain't sleeping if I if I'm too hot or too cold. But well, uh, down here in about, sweet sweet Virginia, we got yeah. that we got that damp heat. You know, it's that yeah. swamp heat. That's the swamp. old swamp ass. Yeah, you get that swamp ass. And I tell you, man, I was in line today. First, well, there's two things I'm going to introduce you to here. One is this you know, weather story, but also there is this like I, I would call it a food truck, but I think it's just like it doesn't move. It's just a it's a food truck. But it's not it's not visiting other places. It's just stuck. Oh, it's, it's almost like a, a, a diner kind of a thing. It's a diner just, on like, wheels that people weed eat around. Yeah. But like yeah. it yeah. And it's oh man, its Instagram account is amazing. Like every picture they take is like that'll kill me if I eat it, but it looks amazing. And so I was like, I gotta try this place. I gotta go. So I, I go, I get in line today. Uh it's hot as balls. And it's the hottest I don't know, maybe I just haven't been outside all year, but I was like God damn, it is hot today. And I was in line under a tent, and I, I just kept putting my hands on my hips, doing that that 40-year-old thing where you're like, God <laughs> damn, is it hot. Like, you know, kind of looking around like, is anybody else taking off their shirt? No? Yeah. I guess I'll keep mine on. I don't want to be first. And then uh, I was I was taking bets in my head. I was like, all right, it's got to be at least, I don't know, 112 degrees out here. Like, it's hot. This is the hottest I've ever experienced. It was it got to be at least 90, at least 90. I look at my phone, it's like 81 degrees. I was like, oh. no way. Brutal. No oh, way. My living room's sucks. hotter than this right now. Why is it so hot? <laughs> so I thought I was going to die, but I got great food. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what? What? How was the food? At least was it worth the oh, your suffering? Fantastic, man. They had some brisket tacos and just oh, oh, oh we just had those the other day. Those are excellent. Oh, but, uh, best. so good. Even better with some uh, hatch green chili, which oh, you don't have. In don't Virginia. have that, but we did have Sadly. some. So we had some. They had some spicy sauce that I could add to it, and I did, and it was mm. it was great. It's a good experience all the way around, except that I sweat through my shirt standing in line for five minutes. <laughs> so, isn't that a funny sensation though? When we, you truly like, you're you're so office bound and stuck to your desk that when you go outside, it's like, how do people exist in I this know. weather? We it's, built it, it, pyramids it, like this. It, it, it really does feel like you're being roasted. It's especially lately where oh, it's I know, just. Man pounding on you because i walk my dogs every day at around 4 4 30 and thankfully uh, our path to the park which is you know all grass but our path is mostly covered in in the shade with uh trees and stuff so they they don't burn their their paws or anything mm -hmm. like that but right. still it is just brutal like just brutal like how, yeah. how do people like just thrive in this kind of weather i just want to go back in the house i never it used to like not bother me as much. Maybe I was just more out, yeah. you know, outdoorsy or just dumber. I don't know. But lately, I have such empathy for like I just want to stop off on the interstate to the guys in the work zone and just hand them a big icy jug of lemonade and be like, "Boys, <laughs> you earned it today. That's, that's, you're doing, that's you're doing great." I, I I should say I do have some experience working outside. Um, I used to work at a golf course when I was a kid. So oh, that's right. I, yeah, I, I had my uh, share of. Heat uh, and sunburn and all that good stuff from back Man. in the day. And here yeah, I am, just like... complaining about standing in line to get food. <laughs> Everyone, there's a there was a guy out there to pay, to all pay day. Too much for food. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's wow. that's crazy. Well, you know, the weather is the weather, whether we like it or not. Is this an old enough conversation for everybody? What else can we talk about? That's we we already did the we we yeah. used to do the old guy hour like a while ago. It was, it was I think it was like. 
50 episodes ago or something, but uh, maybe we should revive right, it. Right, right. I mean, here's another old guy thing. I got dizzy yeah. and fell down. That's how old we That's are. That's right. Yeah, You're talking you, to a man that you consider the same age as you, and he got dizzy and fell down, had to go doctor. That's that's rough. We're old. That was my brother. I mean, my brother did that not too long ago, too. So, yeah. I know. I mean, can't even blame it on alcohol. <laughs> Typically, I'd be like, nah, I got drunk, and then I tried to do, like, an X game stunt. I, I, but, yeah, no. I tried to do a Jeff Hardy uh, swanton bomb <laughs> off the top rope onto uh, onto a mattress I laid at the bottom of the stairs, and, yeah. Yeah, this wasn't like that at all. This was literally me uh, standing up too fast in my blood being like, oh, you didn't tell us you were going to do that. We weren't in your brain yet. And then I just went in the night. The funniest part of it, let's make it funny because it's horrifying if we don't. Uh, I did try, I was going to pee when I was getting dizzy and I was like, it'll wear off. I've been dizzy before. It's just a little dizzy spell. It'll pass. And I go, I use the bathroom. I turn around and wash my hands. Then I black out. that whole thing happens. I uh, actually wake up, uh, see how much, because I, I, I hit my head, I bled a little bit. I woke up, saw, saw that I was bleeding pretty bad, and then I passed out from the sight of my own blood. Pretty funny when you look back on it, seeing a guy that, just imagine if I had gotten up again, saw it again. Would I just keep passing out infinity until it was all over? <laughs> just like a feedback loop <laughs> yeah. of, of consciousness. Who knows? Yeah, yeah it'd be like that one, uh, like that movie with Bruce Willis, like Looper, just continuously bashing my face yeah, off right, my bathroom right. until, until I pass. Or like it. a memento. Like, you right, wake up yeah. and you've got like a, a bottle, an empty bottle in your hand. You're like, huh, I don't feel drunk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. look at this blood. It's yeah. all over again. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, when I do eventually come to, and I, I call for my wife, because I'm like, well, things aren't right. <laughs> this this evening hasn't gone as planned. No. She comes downstairs, and obviously she's like a bit distraught by what she sees. But in my mind, the last thing that I was trying to do was tuck away from using the bathroom, like putting putting my junk up. <laughs> yep. And so she comes down, and I said, she's like, are you okay? And I was like, sorry about my wiener. And she was like, what? And I said, sorry about my wiener. It's, <laughs> like, Because I, I thought it was still out. I didn't know that I – she was like, what are you talking about? And I felt – I was like, oh, I put it back. Like, I, I – ah. Cool. <laughs> nice. You're doing a self high five and yeah. she's just still confused because like, you're bleeding yeah. all over. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I was trying to be a gentleman. I was wanting to warn you that, you know, if you came down, if you saw me laying down here bleeding with my wiener out, I'm sorry about the wiener part. But um, <laughs> turns out I put that away. So we're all good. I went to the doctor. We're good. Uh, just one of those things. So well, I do have more good. appointments to make sure that I'm for serious good. But yeah. They they discharged me and told me to you know cool it yeah. on the standing up so fast. And well, now you got are you are you gonna have a cool scar at least? Yeah, dude. It's I guess it's cool. Is Harry Potter still cool? Because that's the kind of scar I got. Oh damn! The, yeah. you're like up there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got a lightning rough. bolt right in the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I remember as a two things as a kid. One, I remember hitting my head in a similar spot. Uh, me and my me and my friend were doing a, a sleepover, and uh, I was at his house, and we put the sleeping bags over our heads, and uh, I, I nailed a coffee table corner, like nailed. Oh, and it dude! Just, it, it looked like it looked like a meteor blast to my head. Oh my gosh! It, it just it didn't bleed, but sh- oh, I felt that. That was that was tough. I was like uh. eight, I think, but um, but I also uh, I remember passing out in the bathroom and hitting my head one time as well because I was so desperate to get rid of the hiccups. One time I was like twelve or thirteen, and for some reason, <laughs> I think no, I I had to have been younger than that. I think I was like ten because for some reason, uh, I think it was me and my brother were playing wrestling or something in the basement, and I had my Hulk Hogan Hulkamania bandana on my head. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I still had it on, and I was I was just like, hold on, I need to get rid of these hiccups. So I did the thing where you just like take lots of deep breaths, yeah, and you just keep <laughs> holding on to each one without letting anything off. So you just hyperventilated. And so I just hyperventilated myself into passing out on the bathroom floor. And then uh, um, I, when sorry. I woke up, it that's always an awful feeling when you wake up is is when you don't know how long you've been out. It's always yeah. like just the worst feeling. It feels like it's been hours when in right? fact it's probably only been like 10 seconds. But I woke up and it felt like I'd been out for a long time when I have no idea how long it was. And because I had that bandana on, I was convinced my head was in the toilet somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm reaching around with my head not understanding like what I'm feeling is like. 
oh no, my head's in the toilet. Oh, but that doesn't feel like water. What is this? It's almost like like some sort of like fabricy kind of a thing. And yeah, it was my Hulkamania bandana. Wow. So, yeah. That Dude. doesn't top your story, but uh It's close. It's, it's what it makes me think of. Man, just picturing you wearing that bandana just hyperventilating <laughs> yourself in the past. I, I, <laughs> I don't remember why I was wearing that, to be honest. I, I just can't, I can only guess we were just doing stupid wrestling stuff in the basement. Was your brother um, around when you got up or he just let you like as soon as you collapsed, he was like, Well, I'm gonna go play Genesis. No, I had we had to go I had to go upstairs to use the bathroom. We were oh, in the basement. I so I was in a completely separate part of the house and he probably just <laughs> forgot that I existed. <laughs> or something for a while so oh man rough times dude rough times <laughs> rough time. uh, i was i brought up the jeff hardy swanton and your you know your your uh injury uh, unfortunate as it is uh does sound like it looks like some sort of pro wrestling injury yeah would you would you, would you describe that as accurate yeah i think so you know it's uh like you're hit with a steel chair steel chair to the arn face and arn anderson hit with hit you with a tire iron yeah, you know, thinking about it, because this is the first time I'd ever had stitches. Um, I Oh, nice. Yeah, I've been lucky uh, throughout. Yeah. And honestly, it it kind of robs me of a good icebreaker, because, you know, people are like, tell us a fun fact about yourself. And I could always be like, I've never oh. had stitches. Now I have oh. to think of something else. Uh, but anyway. Well, now you um, can say, uh, a fun fact about myself, I'm actually Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, check it out. Uh, my dad's <laughs> name is James. So, yeah. Two, there's two similarities <laughs> you're not buying it just yet but yeah i always wonder like after getting these stitches and seeing all of the carnage that would take place fake or not in world wrestling um yeah why would i say world wrestling like world, getting... <laughs> the world of wrestling <laughs> okay mean gene. the world of wrestling okay mean gene i do wonder how often those guys had to get stitches i'm assuming a lot oh yeah a ton that's like crazy just, just look at just google dusty Rhodes forehead and it, it looks like a topography map of like the Himalayas or something. <laughs> uh, that's good shit. Yeah, yeah. It sucked. It did. It did suck. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I got them taken sucks. out today. So, um, oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, we're on our way to being Harry Potter. Uh, right, right on. Um, and if you want, well, let's get to some emails here. If you have your own traumatic story that gives you an interesting scar. Send us an email about it. Tell us about it. Yeah. We'll read it on your favorite holiday. Um, send it to uh, drunkfredpodcast at gmail.com. That's where you can reach us. You can also reach out to us uh, on, on Twitter and all that sort of stuff. I swear I'm not doing the outro right now. I'm just let, <laughs> letting everybody know where we uh, where we can be contacted. It felt right. Uh, on, yeah, on Twitter, I'm SNES Drunk, and Trav is Trav Plays Games. Mm -hmm. We also do the... I, I do the threads thing, because I'm already on Instagram. I figured, why not? Um, oh, how's that going? You, Tell YouTube. me about threads when uh, you get a chance. I don't. I, I just. I just kind of watch from afar because it's a. It's a new thing that's kind of settling in. So the actual feed is just a complete chaotic mess right now because it doesn't have anything to go by. Man. Uh it's it's just kind of like eating itself right now. <laughs> I mean, let's say uh, Threads so actually takes off and is is a okay surrogate for something like Twitter. Mm -hmm. How crazy is it that after it's all said and done, Zuckerberg walks out looking like the better <laughs> the better billionaire I mean, owner of social media? Yeah, it, it, it's it's a pretty crazy turnaround. All he it's had to do was not move. And it worked. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, just be <laughs> the same steady douchebag you've always yeah. been, where you're just loathsome enough, but not like chaotically stupid like yes. the other exact. guy. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, let's, let's get to the first uh, email here. Uh, this is from, I, w I hope I'm saying this right, because this fellow is German, um, or person is German, I should say. Uh, pronounced Lessa, I think. Okay. Um, it says, happy take your cat to work day. Uh, I, I, I think that person is just making that up. It said, hey, drunk friends, I needed a quick break from work and you asked for emails, so there you go. Recently, I've been on a JRPG kick and started playing all of the games that I missed uh, the past couple of years. Everyone knows that Super Mario RPG is a great game. Hey, in a weird coincidence, not too long after this email, the remake was announced. I'm oh, really excited. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, and the Say it's a great game, but what other 16-bit franchise or 8-bit franchise would make a great classic JRPG? A cutscene-heavy Ninja Gaiden RPG, a very strange Plock RPG, 
Uh, cheers for the podcast. I love it. Greetings from Hamburg, Germany. La- Lessa. Thank That's, you for the email. We get a lot of like questions kind of like this, but we've never had one like this. I like this one. This is a mm. neat idea. It sounds idea. like you got an answer in mind then. Boy, I wish I did. I was kind of vamping for one of <laughs> one or both of us. You're killing time. Yeah. So you could think of one. Um, I, you already know my answer. I'll give you one guess. Is it Ken Griffey Jr.'s? Of Major- course it's Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> presents Major League Baseball RPG. That would where you be play as Ken Griffey Jr. and and you have to try and you know get your way to the Hall of Fame, win MVPs, yeah. and all the random know, encounters are just like other baseball players <laughs> coming at you. <laughs> or you could uh, you could treat it like uh, like base wars where you fight dudes on the bases, right? Yeah, and make make it like a beat 'em up. Um, I mean, that would be kind of neat because in baseball you could like you know you could get some super power ups which are just steroids. Uh, <laughs> not Griffey though. He was but not Griffey. Never. Yeah. He was never even implicated. He was never even close to. He never failed to test. Not on the Mitchell report. Right. Nothing. So yeah, he'd go after guys like Jose Canseco and Rafael Palmero and Mark McGuire and you know all those dudes. Or like but, Frank uh, Thomas, who like everyone still just assumes hard. Like, but dude, look at you. And he's like, but no, really, I just. Take these weird oh. pills I pedal late at night. We're like, come on, you get something, <laughs> I gonna, though. I was going to say, not so coincidentally, he's moved on to testosterone pills. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, dude, you're, <laughs> you're huge. Like, how did yeah, you, like, he, even the guys that did steroids are like, for real? Like, you that didn't? Dude, that dude is built like LeVar Arrington, seriously. Like, he, he looks like he could, like, play 10 years on the Washington uh, Washington football team. Whatever whatever, whatever they're called. I don't know yeah. what a terrible name they're called now, but... Yeah, he looks he like ages he ages super slow. Like he looks like exactly thirty-one, like he always has. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's those, those something uh, going on ball pills. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for the email. Um, but that's that's my main answer. There's lots of uh, potential answers there. There's uh, I don't know. Like I've always liked the idea of a beat 'em up RPG. Where yeah, it's, I was just it's thinking like that. a river city ransom type deal um i'd like to see like a, a final fight type uh game, or the the actual final fight uh franchise do a river city ransom type thing where it's like a lot of story and mm-hmm. cut scenes and it's all gritty and you know people drive die of drug overdose you know kind of like those those games get into people get sent to prison people get killed <laughs> that sort of thing that would be cool that would be cool yeah, I, I was thinking uh, sort of along those lines with the turtles. I think that'd be cool. You got a nice four, four squad right there out of the gate, and they each have their own attacks. I think it'd be pretty neat. You already got a nice big cast of characters and a good universe to play off of. I think that'd be. Uh, I mean, I think we all like turtles action games, but I mean, we don't get any good ones, so we might as well make it an RPG. That is an excellent suggestion, especially because, like. It immediately out of the box is something a little different from a structure standpoint for an RPG because instead of being the the chosen hero or whatever the hell, mm-hmm. um, instead you start out with four people. Yeah, uh, with and you've also got April as a helper. You got Vernon and you know all the cast of characters. Yeah, uh, to help you out. So that's 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 perfect. Yeah, and they can even do that whole thing where maybe at one point. Roth gets mad. He leaves the party. Now you got to go over three <laughs> until you find him. You know they can do all kinds of fun yeah. Stuff have it with... follow. Have it like cobble it together so it follows bits and pieces of the s- stories that took place across all the like the movies, the TV show, everything, and the comics too. Right on. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. The, the graphic novels actually. Ah, uh, yeah. What I meant to say. Sorry, yes. Kevin Eastman. I know you listen. Kevin Eastman. Oh gosh. Um, and also, Les, I uh, just want to say happy Take Your uh, Cat to Work Day. I work from home beside my cat every day, so that's uh, right celebrating on. her year-round. But thank you for the yeah. email. That was great. Hopefully our answers uh, suffice, if not inspire you to make one of these awesome games we just came up with. That's what I always want to happen. I think we come up with great ideas here, and they're just never going to exist. So somebody, please, make a Turtles game, make a make a King Griffey uh, RPG, please. Yeah, please, please. Um, it, it's still my dream that somebody makes a ROM hack of Super Bowling and turns it into Super Lebowski. Like that's that's the <laughs> ultimate. If somebody makes that, that you'll be my hero forever. I feel like that can't be that hard to do. They should just do it. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, next email here is from a one Jim, simply Jim. Email titled "Question," but with an exclamation mark and not a question mark. Paint the full picture here for everybody. Okay. Jim says. Right. Hey, all. 
<laughs> and a happy International Panic Day to both. I'm sorry. And a happy International Panic Day to you both. By chance, it happens to be International Picnic Day too. So I guess stress the flip out and then chill with a relaxing picnic. I don't know. You do you. Uh, I'm going to stop right there and just say one that was somehow painfully hard to read. Picnic and Panic Day? Why is there an International <laughs> Panic Day? That's every day. <laughs> I was going to say. Like, so uh, Wednesday then, right? Yeah. Is it, is that, is, Seriously. <laughs> I guess. Just go to yeah. BBC.com, and if you're not panicking for the first five things you read, <laughs> you're not alive. Anyway. Right. Jim goes on. Anywho, what's your guy's favorite holiday? What's your favorite type of game to play on a long weekend? It's not a holiday weekend, but I've been playing a ton of Punch-Out! and Wrecking Crew on my Switch. Wrecking Crew is way underrated. Way under Wrecking Crew is way underrated. That's hard to say. Say that five times real fast. My- Wrecking Crew is Josh Les... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite holiday is Christmas because of the food and parties and food and gifts and food and time off and food and all the happy, cheery folk and the... Uh, yeah, you get the idea. Cheers, fellas. Love the show. Peace and love. Panicked and picnicked. Jim. Thank you, Jim, for the email. I think I think we're supposed to be answering our favorite holiday and our favorite type of game to play on a long weekend you got an answer ready i think so um i like thanksgiving because it's for me it's pretty much a guaranteed four-day weekend Mm, which i i I can't argue with that is if i don't have to work then that's that's the best um but uh yeah uh i don't uh, feel one way or another about christmas i i don't really have strong feelings about many other holidays honestly they just they just kind of you know if, if it happens to be halloween then i'll do something i don't i don't make a big deal out of it though i guess gotcha i don't know i'm not a very social person either so <laughs> i think that has a lot i think that has a it plays into it quite a bit it could um, yeah that's a good point yeah and plus thanksgiving you do you do get some good food uh in that ordeal oh of course yeah i'm telling you uh the mashed potatoes my mother-in-law makes with red chili oh just A plus 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 every Thanksgiving. You say you're not social, but I might be inviting myself to one of those Albuquerque Thanksgivings because <laughs> every every food you describe out there sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you know what I do for Thanksgiving too with with leftovers is I make a Thanksgiving quesadilla and it's really weird sounding because it's just a bunch of cheese piled on top of Thanksgiving leftovers sandwiched on in between two. It's like a KFC two, idea. Four, flour to <laughs> it pretty much is very much yeah it's salt overload uh because i do uh stuffing mashed potatoes oh yeah um uh turkey and whatever else as long as it's not something weird like cranberry sauce or something but um yeah i just pile it all on there covered in red chili covered in in uh in cheese and it's pretty damn good wow um i'm thinking about you know sending it sending the recipe over to uh the sa- the history the sandwiches of history guy oh there you go and s- see if he'll do a crossover and do a do a, a quesadillas of history and see if he'll he'll try it I would because um, I would love to see a SNES drunk just random ass Thanksgiving cooking video you just <laughs> it just see your hands and you're just piling shit into a quesadilla and eating it people are like what the fuck happened to this channel <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe someday. But uh, what is your favorite? My favorite holiday is, and it's, gosh, it's almost like everyone. It's everyone's favorite now. I feel like I was first, though. I love Halloween. By far and away, my favorite holiday because I treat the whole month like I'm celebrating Halloween. I get into the movies. Oh, I, I admit, I do kind of like that. I like that it's like the whole month. Yeah. Um, so I know some people roll their eyes at that, but you know what? It goes back to it goes back to angry video game nerd James Rolf doing the monster monster madness. madness thing yeah, that helps. All month. I used to love watching that, and I remember when I first moved to uh, New Mexico. Um, I was so eager. I had nothing to do all day, so I was so eager for those videos to post so I'd have something to to watch. Um, but yeah, I, I actually really like that they that Halloween is like its entire month. It makes it... I, I, I get why people don't like it, but I like it. Yeah, I'm super into it, and I sort of theme everything I do that month with Halloween. I mean, I already kind of play spooky games and watch spooky movies year-round. But I get really focused about it in Halloween. Like I set games aside where I'm like, "All right, you're definitely going in the month of October. You're 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 my my full October vibe, right?" So, um, 
yeah, I, I enjoy that. Uh, in, <laughs> in terms of like favorite type of game to play on a long weekend, I, I think it's got to be like, I don't know, it kind of depends on the time of year. Like if it's Christmas and it's cold out, I like to settle into like a cozy turn-based RPG. That just feels right. But we just had a four-day weekend here with the, the July 4th uh, falling on a Tuesday. My, my company let us off on Monday. So uh, I just spent a lot of time playing all kinds of stuff. I was just kind of cycling through, played some short NES stuff, and just kind of took advantage of having four days to just dick, dick around with a whole bunch of different games. So um, I'm a type, type of year kind of guy. What's the weather like? Is it cold? Let me get cozy. Is it warm? Let me sprint around, do stuff. You almost said dick off. I, I did, and then I was like, you know what, just say dick off, because I think it still works. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, 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 I think that's, I think that's a, a, a nice way to go about it. I agree with you on that, because, um, yeah, you've got time to, to kill on a long weekend, so why not dedicate some time into a game that's going to take up a lot of time? Yeah. There's a lot of good ones out there, so why not? Why not? Um, I... I hope to get why not? <laughs> I hope to get into uh, Ogre Battle, March of the Black Queen here soon. Ooh. So I have I have something to play every once in a while because I I'm not gonna lie I, I I've been playing uh, unfortunately um, Secret of the Stars on Super Nintendo lately, which is has kind of been my RPG project. I always like having one of those going on in the background of, of whatever it is I'm doing right. on the on channel related. And this time it happened to be that one and that game is freaking terrible. Oh no. So um I I need to like find something you know, not find something, but play something new, new ish. Um I haven't spent that much time, probably only about six or seven hours. I didn't get I only got like a few battles in, but um before I like hit a wall. But I, I wanna give Ogre Battle a a, a full run through, and that's because I hated playing through <laughs> Secret of the Stars this past Fourth of July weekend. So, man, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Made by Tecmo too. I would have thought maybe a bit better than than it's, you're describing, but you're no. saying bad. Okay, it sucks. You'll you'll see a video on it. Okay, I will. Hopefully, you make it. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, oh, we got another. You want to take this big one, or you want me to? Yeah, we got uh, Mister Mister Green Jeans okay. here. Um, from Captain Kangaroo, I, I assume. But uh, they write in with the subject line, the greatest gift from a sibling. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> I, I can't help but roll my eyes at that because my brother... I don't think my brother ever got me. A, like I, I, The last present I remember him getting me was the uh ecw game for n64 yeah for like five bucks he hates like you sometime in like in like 2005 we're just not like that we <laughs> didn't get each other stuff like ever so who cares but uh says hello snes drunk and friends mr green jeans here i can think of many things to send you to potentially ignite conversation but i thought you may be interested in this small story over 20 years ago my half brother influenced me by slowly ha slowly handing down all of the systems he perceived as outdated the natural progression of sibling to sibling gifts i guess <laughs> at the impressionable age of age eight to ten these gifts would permanently shape my imagination and view on the world for the next two decades systems like ps1 and n64 racing games like mrc and off-road challenge glover and chameleon twist 2 wonderfully difficult games being that he was a decade older than me he was showing signs of a fleeting interest in the medium and in addition towards me oh oh now, as adults with lives and financial obligations, I still have all the games he gave me years ago. Some with our names still written on them. I, you gotta love that. I love. I know it. you're a big. I know you're a big fan of that. With like I all the them. rental stickers. And I got four or five that. games. I don't even think I got them all from the same place either, which is the amazing part. But they all have Janice on the back. <laughs> but there's even one where Janice is carved in, like she did it while she was waiting to get out of prison. Just says Janice and there it's giant letters all the way across the back of the cartridge. Like five different carts. I'm not even sure they all came from the same place. I think they just keep finding a home with me. Like Janice got grounded and was so mm. angry that she just like grinds it into the yeah. the plastic itself cuz she's so angry at her parents. Yeah. I consider that I also consider that Janice was 40. <laughs> Yeah, and so so. In other words, today she's like seventy five, seventy five, looking for yeah. her games. Where they go? 
wandering the country. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so where was I? <laughs> oh, still written on them. Okay. Yeah. This year it occurred to me that I could give him his entire game library back to him and then some. With the magic of emulation handhelds and the low price point, I've been able to curate a games list with all the games we played and ones he gave me. I know that he was forced to skip consoles during the 90s as well, so I included systems he never owned, too. I've watched dozens of hours of video game library footage and lots of SNES drunk to sort out a list of 50 to 60 games per console to pay back for the 10 or so games he gave me. I know wow, that's like interest. What's that? It's like he's given back with like interest. With, with a lot of interest. That's a hell of a, yeah. what is that, like 500% interest? Insane. Uh, yeah. I know that emulation isn't playing it originally, but as a gift for someone who wouldn't otherwise be able to play games from his childhood, childhood again, this felt like a perfect gift. And yeah, I agree. Yeah. Perhaps your listeners agree that these make great, great gifts if you're willing to t take the delicate amount of time getting it all set up correctly. Anyway, have a great day and hope to make it on the podcast. Mr. Green Jeans, gift for the bro, Retroid Pocket 3. Oh, this is what he got this person uh gift for the bro was a retroid pocket three plus which is about 190 bucks after shipping um and then he says he owns the steam deck for some reason <laughs> uh i included these systems game boy game boy color game boy advance nes snes n64 gamecube ps1 psp genesis game gear saturn dreamcast that's pretty much all of them you know, yeah. that's, what else do you need there? I mean, I would personally throw on a ton of arcade stuff on there. Yeah. But you can't. I mean, if you're GameCube emulation is pretty good these days and so is Dreamcast. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a solid give. I wish I, I wish you were my brother. Mr. Yeah. What Green the hell? Um, Man, but yeah, that's... when I when I say stuff like play it any way you can, you know, tongue in cheek, all that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like this, this person would never be able, you know, would maybe they wouldn't even think to play these games. But um, yeah, that's a really nice gift and a really nice idea for a gift. Um, yeah. Cause, yeah. Especially since so many of these games on all these systems like SNES and Game Gear and Genesis, like there's no other way to play a lot of those games. That's right. And there's some hidden gems on there that I've only been able to discover just from playing through, just having a handful of ROMs in front of me and being like, what's this? What's that? What's this? Yeah. I like doing that with the Wikipedia page yeah. where it's like, it lists like every game and just being like, what the hell? Hanna-Barbera had their own SNES game? When did, when did that happen? But, and uh, a good, yeah. I mean, it takes time, but it's funny that he brings this up, the video game library footage, because I don't know if you're familiar with this channel, but I use it quite a bit. Because uh, I I do like uh, to physically collect for for the systems I own, I, and I will sit there and watch, uh, like you know, there's hours long sometimes of an entire library of games, ten seconds at a time, and it tells you like what regions oh, it came out in, yeah. all that stuff. And I get a lot of like really good insight from that. Like I sometimes I can just tell like, oh, this is just a port. Like it has a different name, but it's like, oh, I don't. Okay, so Final Fight One on Game Boy Advance is just Final Fight ported to the Game Boy Advance. It's not like a unique yeah. thing. I don't need that, you know? Yeah. So I found out stuff that way. It's a, it's a good source. And I think it's a great gift because uh, I've maybe said it on the podcast before, but one of the coolest gifts I ever got my dad was I built him a Raspberry Pi and put some, like, dad games on it, you know, like some puzzle <laughs> stuff he liked, a little bit of Mario in there, just, like, stuff I knew he'd get real into. And uh, he wouldn't put it down. He loved it. So um, That's awesome. Yeah. I think they make great gifts for people who, kind of like you said, maybe on the outskirts, like, obviously enjoy games, but they're not ever going to get involved enough in the hobby to kind of do this for themselves. That's a perfect gift. Yeah, and it's especially cool to, like, curate stuff for a particular person based on what kind of stuff they like. Right. Like, if I, were, if I were to do this for my brother, it would definitely, like, the first game I would put on there would be, like, Aliens vs. Predator, the arcade game. Because it's just, it's, you know, it's it's carnage, it's 90s science fiction, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's like burning that, somebody it, a CD, right? It's like... Right, exactly. Like making a mixed CD, but yeah. with, with video games. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's always a fun project to do for just anybody. Not necessarily... Uh, like, what? let me ask you this, Trav. If you were to yeah. make me... A something like this. What what would what would your uh, what what would the first games on your list be? Would they be <sighs> NES games? That's actually a really good question because you know I know you have access to a lot of good stuff. So if I wanted to be like I'm going to get something that Alex would appreciate, 
because uh, there might be some like you know, and I don't want to say it too loud, but there might be some hidden gems on there. You know, maybe ah, some. Th- well, maybe you got away with cavalierly saying it uh, earlier. Said it out the right corner of my mouth, so maybe nah, that won't count. They're all yeah, that already like red flagged us, <laughs> so they're listening. But yeah, I might sneak some like NES games on there that I think are pretty good, but maybe unsung, like Fire and Ice or some other stuff. I mean, you have a pretty good idea of the games that are out there. It'd be hard to surprise you, but um, yeah, I try to aim for some quality stuff that I think you'd you'd appreciate. Maybe some stuff that you know, uh, if you had time, you might even show off on the channel. If um, yeah, you, know, you went off uh, well, the beaten path. The, yeah, I was gonna say the point isn't to like surprise the other person. The per- the point is just to be like, hey, you'd probably like this. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 Like for like for you, um, I don't know. I think you would appreciate a game like uh, Adventures of Rad Gravity for NES because mm, it's course. so it's so freaking jank, and it's just <laughs> it's really it makes for really good like you know just just a good fun time because the game is it's kind it's one of those games that's like barely halfway good. It's good enough, but it's it's wonky enough to like make fun of and just have a good time with it. And that guy's um, expressionless, I guess not expressionless, <laughs> but is like never changing fat his, head of expression. Just frozen Bruce Campbell face. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a really fun one. Um, I think Fizanadu would be another one. Yeah. Another NES game. And then there's like, I know you like stuff like Axiom Verge and shit like that. So I, I try and find <laughs> like, yeah, those kind of disparaging. I know you like bullshit like Axiom Verge and shit like that. <laughs> that's probably fun, actually. Some of those like freaking Metroidvania pieces of shit <laughs> that like, take like 700 hours to complete. Uh, yeah, that is true. I do like those games. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, good good job there, uh, Mr. Green Jeans. Mr. Green, Mr. Green Jeans, the magic drawing board, and Camp the Kangaroo. Thank you for uh, uh, say hi to all those folks for me, please. Yeah, man, please. Same, same for me. Video games are great, aren't they? They bring us joy, they make us feel emotions, they remind us of our humanity, and in those ways, they change lives. I'm Caleb J. Ross, co-host of the Tales of the Lesser Medium podcast and author of the new book, Suddenly I Was a Shark, My Time with What Remains of Edith Finch. Suddenly I Was a Shark, My Time with What Remains of Edith Finch is an in-depth examination of my favorite video game of all time, What Remains of Edith Finch. It's got some developer interviews, personal anecdotes, and a few structurally intentional dabs of humor goo to stick it all together. Right now, you can buy my book, my seventh book, by the way, which is crazy to think about, but I think my best book. Suddenly I Was a Shark, My Time with What Remains of Edith Finch at Amazon.com for a print version or Kobo, Barnes & Noble, or Amazon for ebook versions. And if you, like me, love signed books, you can even buy a signed copy of Suddenly I Was a Shark, My Time with What Remains of Edith Finch by going to CalebJRoss.com forward slash signed. That's my website, CalebJRoss.com forward slash signed. Signed as in signed book. It makes sense. You get it. Now, back to the show. Uh, and then we got uh, one more email here. This one comes from Blake. It's called Critical Thoughts. Critical Wait, Thoughts. Wait, I don't think I don't think you're you're saying his name right. I think it's Balake. Ah, thought the E was silent. Guess not. Balake yeah. in here with Critical Thoughts. He says, "Hey, drunk friends, happy sauntering day. Look it up." <laughs> okay. Like he's Let's like, no one's up. going. To, we're not going to believe him. He's like, yeah, you better look it up. Um, I wanted to write and ask you if you ever received any feedback about your criticisms and your videos from any of the designers or creators. If so, what was their response? If not, are you ever concerned you may run into someone you've been critical of? All the best, Blake. Uh, I don't think anybody uh, has ever had a hand in making games has ever watched any of my videos, but um. If Gary Kitchen does, he might murder me. <laughs> At the same time, though, I love Gary Kitchen. I'd love to have him on the show. I hope he's got a good sense of humor about the bullshit games he made. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he would have to at this point. I mean, he's he's made his money. He's not going to get any more for, from those titles. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't have a sense of humor about it, that's his problem. But uh, he <laughs> why am I mean to Gary Kitchen? <laughs> that's your fucking problem, Gary. We get him on here and just are mean to him. Hey, Gary! <laughs> Fuck you, Gary! <laughs> why am I being dismissive of this guy? Um, no, I haven't had anybody really... Uh, 
say anything. I mean, I've I, we've talked to some people that have been involved with games like Dan Hess, mm-hmm. but it wasn't but it wasn't anything critical like bad. Um, Quite the opposite, actually. Uh, yeah, in his case, yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, if if there's somebody like. I would just ask, you know, why they did what they did. Um, I, I would be curious as to, like, why the James Bond Jr. theme in in the Super Nintendo game sounds utterly broken. Uh, I would ask why Bill Ambeer Combat Basketball is the pathetic piece of crap that it is. <laughs> I thought you were going to stop at that, like, why Bill Ambeer Combat Basketball is. <laughs> is. Exists. Why is Why it, it exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to know, like, who, like, hey, since I got you here, uh, who else did you guys uh, have in mind for the uh, cover athlete? Was Ralph Sampson involved? Yeah, who said were, no were you, were you gonna before th- you got with, to... Like, old, Olden Polonese? <laughs> like, who, Orlando Woolridge? Like, who else are you going with here? Man. Like, you couldn't get Dennis Rodman, so you got Bill Ambeer? Like, really? I guess Rodman wasn't Rodman wasn't really Rodman yet, sure. but uh, like really, like I, I, I just remember seeing that as a kid, being like, "Really, Bill Lambeer? Like I'm supposed to be impressed with Bill Lambeer and not Pooh Richardson, which obviously <laughs> should have been Pooh Richardson." Tony, uh, Tony Campbell, Randy Brewer, Felton Spencer. <laughs> oh, here we go. Ah, I can't, I can't stop naming guys. <laughs> Old Timberwolves, Gerald Glass. <laughs> Luke Longley. Oh man, if if Pearl ever finds you at the foot of the steps, passed out, that's exactly what you'll be yelling. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Thurl Bailey. Uh. <laughs> uh, she and she's just nodding. She's like, "Oh, nice. That's a good one. Nice reference. That's good. <laughs> Do your best work when you're out of it." She's like, "Oh yeah, Thurl Bailey. He's the guy who had like goggles, and he he was pretty good for like one year. One year, and then he was like average the rest of the time." Oh yeah, man, I'm sure that would be her thought process. Um, I am reminded though, didn't didn't you do some? Was it water a world water world uh, composer or something? Touch base with oh, you? Oh yeah, uh, I think it's his. That's his name is Dan Evans, and yeah, he reached out to me via email and was like, "Whoa, I uh, I've got all these people on my channel saying SNES Drunk sent me here, so thanks." Oh nice. So that was re- that was yeah, that was really really cool. Um, to be able to, you know, make sure people appreciate that guy's work. Yeah. I would say sometimes uh, people comment about things I've been critical, and they take it more personally than people that made the games. <laughs> You're invalidating the, any thought they've ever had about that game before because you don't like it. Ah, man, it's it's right. And I'm not that critical of games. If anything, I'm maybe yeah. err on the side of being too forgiving. I just like horseshit games. Yeah. But, man, some people, it's like you'd have thought you just called out their mother, and it's it's yep. it's rough. I will say, though, I did crap pretty hard on the, uh, the Bigfoot because um, I did Monster Trucks this past week, and... Uh, it was it was like a big coming together of the world. Like every everybody came there and they were like, I also rented this as a young boy hoping for some fun monster truck action and I too was sad foot, yeah. at the end of that weekend. Yeah. So Yeah. We all came I together. I mean, there were few things cooler in the world at that time. I mean, Bigfoot had a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Bigfoot was amazingly cool for like what, like a two year stretch or or something like that? Like I had a friend in kindergarten that was obsessed with Bigfoot, like the the monster truck. I'm talking right, here. right, right. Um, uh, and and yeah, the NES game was it, it's it's unfathomably bad. I mean, I guess I I wouldn't expect a game based on a monster truck to be that good. Maybe mm-hmm. if maybe if it was made by somebody that gave a crap, uh, maybe it would be cool to just be like, hey, here's a big car and you smash other cars and like that's it like that would be cool yeah i guess i mean it see it's it's certainly not the worst game i've ever played but uh wasn't wasn't good no, but didn't it, feel monster it wasn't or good though no not at all and it, and it and it didn't align with my belief that bigfoot was the coolest thing in the world for like a year in 1990 or whatever but, you know they, they were still making like bigfoot video games for years like there's there's a bigfoot like collision course that came out in 2008 on ds there's a game on oh, wow. the wii like uh, i think it, i'm looking it up here king of crushers or king of crush and i'm like how did bigfoot have that much like up to like 2011 people were like yeah wow i would have thought like gravedigger got way more popular than bigfoot ever I did have no idea at that I, point i mean i kind of agree with you but i i don't really know 
I just remember Bigfoot being a big deal, and then all of a sudden, Gravedigger was like the biggest name, and that was like the only one I saw advertised. Man, I've never been to a but, to a monster truck event. Have you? Uh, no, I have not. But they always went to the Metrodome, and my childhood best friend always his family always went, so they they loved it. They were really into it. That's how I played the Bigfoot oh. game, and I, I remember the, hearing the music, and it's all like playful and childlike like it's coming from a sesame street game or something and i'm just like this doesn't what like this isn't what i imagined in my head you know it was just such a mismatch yeah it's very like carnival attraction type music <laughs> right it needed something yeah. more a little more bad a and intimidating i mean we're, we're talking about a bigfoot monster truck that i'm sure janice <laughs> drives janice drives that truck <laughs> Scared to death of Janice. You should see the way she scrawled her name into the back of that card. I got to dig it up. It's like, it's like twisted and yeah, gnarled. Yeah, it's weird. You can tell she did it with a toothpick. (laughs) It took weeks, rather like a hundred toothpicks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, uh, to close it out here, we got some 2012 stuff that we can harken back to. 2012. So what was going on in your life in 2012? In 2012, I uh, I lived in a parsonage that was converted into a house. So I lived basically right beside a church, but I never stepped foot inside the church. They just let me live there. Huh. So that was nice of them. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. They uh, they would sometimes on Sundays, they'd bring me like leftovers and stuff. I was like, well, you guys are great. Did people think you were the priest cause it's usually, or the pastor? Because usually it's those people that live there, isn't it? You would think, but I also lived there with my now wife out of wedlock, and they they didn't bat an eye. I think they were just happy to get the rent. You know, I think they were just pleased right <laughs> that I mowed and uh, <laughs> right. didn't burn it down. So, uh, no, they were great, actually. It was a good experience. That's cool. Yeah. And so I lived in this old drafty house, and... Um, yeah, that's about all I remember from 2012, to be quite honest. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty unmemorable year uh, once again, you know? things seems like things were just a lot quieter back then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we had o- Obama reelected, and the L- London Olympics was a huge deal. I watched, like, every minute. I don't know why. I just did. Uh, I was just really into the Olympics that year, probably because... Um, it was one of those Olympics where you had like distinct superstars in mm-hmm. a lot of different areas. Like you had Usain Bolt, like the fastest guy in history. You had Michael Phelps, fastest swimmer in history. You had uh, even had like the hometown hero. A- I shouldn't ca- say that because he's from Scotland. He's not from England. But yeah, we're going to get an email had, about that. Uh, <laughs> well, it's <laughs> people get pissed off about that, and I understand because screw England. That's right. You heard me say it. Screw England. Not, not the but, direction uh, I was Andy hoping Bur- you'd take there, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, instead of instead of uh, sizzling it out, let me pick a side. Let me- <laughs> That's right. I'm pro Scotland and I anti England. I'm taking a side. All right. All right. What, we got we got we got to go sports radio with it. We got to <laughs> needlessly argue. But um, yeah, I, I, that Andy Murray beating Roger Federer was pretty cool for the for the gold medal, just because. You know, you were at that point in 2012. You were you were used to seeing Federer, Nadal, and sometimes Djokovic uh, win every freaking major. So for Murray to come in and win a gold medal on his home turf against one of the all-time greats was was really cool. Right. Um, I remember watching at that, and there was a few other things I'm forgetting, but those are the three things that stand out to me. Usain Bolt was like legitimately like if I were just like a kid watching him, I would think he would be like. A, a real life superhero. Yeah, like that guy. The, the way that guy is like smiling as he crash crosses the finish line and casually sets another Olympic record or world record. It's like, how is this guy even possible? Yeah, insane. Like, yeah, insane. Yeah, I was trying to think about back to those Olympics, and I think it stands out as one that just had like so few controversies. Like, at some point, I guess with like Rio, like it became more about the city than the. The Olympics, That's right, yeah, and that this one seemed That's, like a kind of like you know there was no frills to it. It was just in London. Yeah, it gives it really. Yeah, there's a whole other rant about that about how there should be a permanent Olympic city or at least a rotation. Yeah, of cities that can actually handle it, like London, Paris, uh, Los Angeles. You know, yeah, because you're playing, you're just Tokyo. playing like facilities roulette, and it usually ends up in certain countries yeah. not being very good for the population that lives there to deal with. Well. Yeah, you. Oh God, I can only imagine what's going to happen at uh, 
what was the Russian place, Sochi, mm. where it, they built all this crap in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I think uh, the the uh, Rio one is like that, too. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, the London ones were... I, I remember the big controversy was just the weather. Like, oh, no, it's going to be miserable and rainy and stuff. And a lot of stuff, is, uh, outdoor stuff is going to get rained out because... Right, because it's London. It's, it's, that's, yeah. that's just how it is. It's miserable there. But uh, I remember it not being a big deal. I... I really enjoyed uh, watching that, though. That's basically all I did all day, every day, in the entire year of 2012, because I apparently can't think of anything else. Yeah, I, I just quickly looked to see, like, what video games came out. There's some good video games that came out in 2012, uh, like Journey. Oh. and um, Oh, Journey's awesome. Journey, uh, Far Cry 3, one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, Diablo 3, that was, people were waiting on that, boy. Ooh, finally got their Diablo yep. 3. Halo 4, Max Payne 3. I won't read them all, but there's, that should stoke some memories for some folks. Yeah. Pretty good year of... Uh, uh, you also, you also, what did you think of Mass Effect 3? Because I, th- I know that one gets... Does, is that the one that gets slagged a little bit? That's the one... Or is that the oh, one? Andromeda is the one that everybody really hated. Um, oh, okay. But 3 is the, the one... The third one is good? I, I liked it. The, the beef that people had, and it's not a beef that I would ever have with the game, but they didn't like how it ended. They thought like it should have ended differently, oh. and they actually retconned the ending and like changed it or something, but I'm like, nah, screw that, man. You wrote an ending, and it's just the way yeah, the story played that's out. That's just the way the story's written. Don't let people influence yeah. the story you wrote. It was a fine game, Janice. I got mad at Janice again. <laughs> yeah, fuck, fucking Janice. Janice. Uh, so, so, so they lost. So they uh, lost it. They they pulled a lost. Yeah, so there you go. They're just like let's 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 go on fan forums and see what they're saying, and then let's let's let them guide us in our right. Oh God, I hate stuff like that. But um, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, games list. Um, you also had uh, Black Ops Two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a whole lot else here. Uh, you know, that, that uh, I was really all that interested in, I guess. I guess this is when the uh, Walking Dead Telltale oh, games yeah, started. Oh, yeah. I did love that. And those are those are really good, like, for what they are. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed those. Really sad how Telltale uh, wound up because I don't feel like I got closure in that whole story. Right. So, uh, yeah, that is too bad. Um, and we also had uh, the infamous Wii U was released oh, yeah. in uh, November 2012. Man, I went 2012 and 2013, I was whole hog on the Wii U, man. I played just about every game that came out for it, and then uh, which is all of them, all nine. Um, <laughs> and I, I had fun with what, it while it was hot. What what stood out to you as, as good in particular that was like only on, on Wii U? Well, I didn't, so I didn't have, uh, I guess, a 3DS, so I didn't play Mario Kart 7, so 8 Deluxe felt very fresh and new to me, so I enjoyed oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker was was fun. Um, yeah, that's another that that's another one that's gone on to uh, 3ds mm-hmm. and Switch and stuff like that. Yeah, and like the Mario that came out for it, uh, I guess three 3D World that was kind of novel at the time. It's, I think a lot of that's been sort of done over and over again by now. But so you know, just a few of those like marquee Nintendo titles. I can't remember them all off the top of my head right now, but I, I did have fun with that. I sunk a ton of time into. I think Pikmin Three was one that I picked up and played pretty early on. Zombie U. That's that's a good one. That's oh yeah, I did hear about that one. Uh, what about Captain U? What's that? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that one. Doesn't doesn't have its own. I, I'm looking at the list of games, and this is all I'm reading. Another language here. I don't know what any of these games are. Uh, uh, Arrow Time U. I guess that's a J- J- Japan. Oh, uh, it might be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there uh, wasn't a ton, but I, I definitely like all the marquee stuff. I tried to get a hold of and play, and. Um, just a shame that that was like a like, month worth, a month's worth of that's, <laughs> hype. Is that is that where Bayonetta started, or was that the Wii? I think Bayonetta two was on the Wii U, which is where I played it. But I think it had a pack in Bayonetta one with it. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's something. Yeah, yeah. That was where I discovered that <laughs> franchise. That was very fun. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Yeah, there's not a whole lot in 2012. What else what what else do you got? I don't have nothing. Nah, I couldn't find anything. Literally, I can't f- Oh, the Mayan we the Mayans thought the world was going to end and there was a, Oh yeah, that? their calendar just kind of ended yeah. and everybody interpreted that as just like well, I guess the world ends because we ran out of room <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, or they were like that's far enough in advance. You know, maybe before then we'll we'll add more to it, you know, and they just never got around to it. And they just never got around to it. Yeah. It's like here's the Mayan calendar part two, and they just never, never did it. They never, never did. You know what? Let me take a look at uh, 
Because 2012 had that movie, right, with, like, John Cusack? I mean, there could have been multiple. Yeah, maybe. Do you don't remember that? Uh, not not as it's described in that way. <laughs> oh, it was it was a disaster movie, and it had oh. John Cusack in it, and it was actually called 2012. Oh, no, I had not heard of yeah. this. No, no, no. Oh, let me see if I can find I, it I, here. I do. I will. I will I, say that 2012 was was the year that unfortunately we had Sandy Hook, which is oh still gets brought up. That's because it was so awful. So the fucking terrible. Yeah, just one of the worst things ever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not to bring us down, but it's like worth mentioning. It's not like nothing else happened. Like that was, yeah, pretty, for that sure. Was no, it's, it is that, that, that was kind of a major tip remains a major tipping point mm-hmm. in terms of gun violence in this country. Um, so at least it, it, it's, you know, Oh, speaking of looper, looper <laughs> came out in 2012, 2012. Okay. Okay. The, the movie 2012 came out in 2009. God damn it. So that's not, that's not confusing or anything. But uh, 2012 was also Dark Knight Rises, mm, Django, uh, Skyfall. J- oh, Django! I love that movie. Yeah. Um, Life of Pi, uh, Argo. Not to be confused with Fargo. Okay, I just uh, I just clicked on a, a list of movies. It says top picks for me, which kind of offends me a little bit because there is a movie called Return <laughs> to Blood Fart Lake. What? I swear to God, return, it, which in, implies there's already a blood fart lake one. But this is return, <laughs> return. They're coming, They're coming back. back to blood fart lake. It looks like a spoofy horror movie. Uh, it has to be. But that the, wow. I didn't even have to scroll for that. Like I Googled 2012 movies and it was like, hey, movies you might like. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises, Return to Blood Fart Lake. Ted, I'm like, who am? Who do you have me pegged as? You're, you're, you nailed it. <laughs> but uh, the first movie got 3.6 stars out of 10 not bad. on IMDb, and the second one uh, fell just short, 3.5 stars wow. out of 10. So they're better than the big and, yeah, game. It, yeah, <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, nice. And the, the I'm watching the trailer right now with sound off, and it is a very cheaply made movie by a bunch of like college kids it looks like ah. and it looks like fun but it's not it doesn't look like something i would look that fun be interested in yeah. watching for like <laughs> 90 minutes or anything like that no maybe if it were like a 10 minute sketch on like uh college humor or something but not a full-length feature sorry that's but, wild uh, you gotta love the title though. i i do and the fact that they're returning <laughs> that, that's the best part going back like it was good enough to return i want to hear that quote in the movie like we've got to go back to blood fart lake. <laughs> no not blood fart lake yes <laughs> good in a world <laughs> on an all new blood fart lake <laughs> oh man it never ends it's over it's never over <laughs> oh my gosh guys hanging getting blown up I kind of want. I kind of want to watch it. What time is it? Yeah, I still got. It's a the night's still young. I might get some blood fart lake in tonight. You should at least watch the trailer. Yeah, it's on Prime. You get yourself into. Oh, it's on Prime. It's on Prime. (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Oh man. But uh, yeah, I think those. That's the. We've hit the main. The main points for for 2012. So. Yeah. All right. Well, is that going to do it? Did we just episode 112? We just did one episode one twelve, yeah. one one twelve, and then next week will be one thirteen, Whoa. and we, hopefully we'll have a guest. Yeah, hopefully we'll see how that works out. Well, all right, everyone, that has been another drunk friend podcast. Head on over to our website, polymedianetwork.com. Check out our slew of shows that we keep stocked over there. Uh, go ahead, and send an email to the show, drunkfriendpodcast at gmail We love hearing from you. Uh, if you're still on Reddit, uh, we got a subreddit there forward slash r slash polymedia. Uh, you can go check that out. I haven't been posting on it much because my app died, and we all know how that went. Uh, but uh, I might get back on yeah. there and see how things are going at some point. Mm. Yeah. But there's new Tales of the Lester Medium, Polykill, Point Point and Drink Adventure. Why do I have to do this part? Well, I mean, I said you go over there and look at all the shows. They won't list them all off. But yeah, we got we got so we you know Uncle Doug's DVD man. We just did Casablanca. Uh, we got, uh, you know, Polykill's, you know, Death Taxes and Polykill. That shows. Wait a second. Wait a second. Steady. Wait a second. Yeah. Uncle Doug has, has Casablanca on DVD. He loves it. He thinks, uh, he thinks it's one of he the, does? Yeah, he thinks it's one of the most beautiful movies. He's just a big Humphrey Bogart wow. guy. He loves the hump. 
Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. What's he going to do next? Like Maltese Falcon or something? I'm hoping it's in the bin. I mean, he's got a whole Bogart section. Okay. So, wow. we'll see. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that. That's interesting. He's a man of class. Check it out, folks. Yeah. Uh, if you're not interested in sending an email, that's not a big deal. Just give us a rating and review of a podcast app of your choice. Uh, R.I.P. Stitcher. Just found Aww. out that uh, SiriusXM is ending that. Well. Um, but either way, that'll help us out big time. Yeah, you can find us on social media on Twitter and Instagram. I'm going to go ahead and plug that one. Uh, I'm at Trav Plays Games. Alex, he's at SNES Drunk all over the place. And you can find us there. Yeah, and the track you hear right now, it was composed by our friend Coolor and it's called Electric Starbound. So you can find a link to more of his music on the Buzzsprout podcast page. And a shout-out to Josh Leslie for a thirst-quenching logo. Yeah! Whoa! Whoa! Yeah! Man. Nailed it. Be sure to catch us on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, thank you I'm for listening. stomp all over your line next. Fuck I'm, me! I'm, doing, I'm still doing a touchdown dance, and you're like the ref <laughs> signaling touchdown. <laughs> I'm spiking the ball. It's flying up in your face. Ow! Yeah. Bam! Bam!